welcome back to the glowing 20s today i have a very important guest <laughs> and that is my roommate jaja nichols trench hello hi everyone i'm so excited to be here first time on the podcast first time this month i'm so excited to have you this is gonna be I just, I have a feeling this is going to be such an amazing episode. Okay, so, Jaja, we're going to start, we're going to start by saying, okay, no, actually, first of all, I, I want to describe to you our surroundings right now. Um, Jaja put together a very comfy little setup here. We have a candle going. We're having our drinks. What are you drinking? I would say like a margarita spritzer. Something I kind of like whipped up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, she did a strawberry margarita mix with a peach Bellini wine spritzer. And then yeah. I'm drinking an Aperol spritzer. And then we also have the Seagram's, what is it? Pina Colada? Yeah. yeah. Seagram's Escape. Seagram's Escape. Escapes. Because we're escaping. And then we have, I don't know if y'all can hear that music in the background, but honestly, I'm kind of grooving right. too. I wouldn't even I know like how to describe it. it. It's really instrumentals. I like it. Which are sometimes like really comfy when you're studying or like have a time where you don't want to focus on like the lyrics or something. Yeah, yeah. I love instrumental music. I listen to a lot of lo-fi or jazz. Yes. Yeah. Like I just go on Spotify and if I'm writing, I'll type in jazz for writing and there's like a Spotify. There's a That's Spotify wild. playlist I didn't know that. for everything. There's literally a Spotify playlist for everything. I'm going to have to look into that. It's there's some, um, I love instruments though. So like also like when it comes to jazz as well. Yeah. My dad, <laughs> my dad goes to a lot of jazz like I guess they're like jazz clubs. Jazz bar? No, yeah, no, yeah. I've been to some in Dallas. Yeah. They're actually really yeah, he good. Goes, he goes in Dallas and he always wants to take me and my brother with him. And it's the cutest thing. He's, he's like obsessed with jazz music. No, there's some like really nice live bands. Yeah, and it's not does, yeah. like people think it's like jazz clubs or like a like a 35 and up thing. It's really not. It was like, it was actually a really like young to like middle-aged crowd because they had um like live music but they were singing like our Lennox and like they were performing like songs like that so Ooh. i know i know you're gonna need to it give me the yes it was in deep ellum okay it's really nice and they yeah. had good food too yeah i i went to one with my dad um during i guess like during the break and it was it was honestly very cute. The whole thing was so cute. There was someone playing like the saxophone up on the stage, and the decor in the place was so beautiful. Nice. I, felt, I just felt. I don't. How do? How would I even describe how I felt? I felt a little classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, we're gonna start by saying three things that we're grateful for today. So, would you like to go first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Let's see, this is off the top of my head. I am grateful for mm, the sunlight today. It was cold, but it was, the sunlight was nice. Oh, and our sunset was beautiful. Yeah. Our sunset was so beautiful. So that's one thing I'm grateful for. Um, I did a lot of homework today, and I think that that can be 
a drag a lot of the times. It's exam week right now, so we're we're on the grind, but we wanted to take an hour out for the podcast. Yeah. But I would say I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn, you know, looking at the bright side. <laughs> and I'm grateful for my roommates. Yay, roommates. Yay, roommates. I love my roommates. Uh, I could have a couple of things. Um, I'm grateful for setting goals and being able to like accomplish them when it comes to certain assignments like I wanted to complete today. Um, I'm grateful for redecorating and like changing around my room. Uh, yes. And like it's it's honestly like provided like a new focus for me. Honestly, like being able to sit at my desk and see the sunlight through the windows, which I need to necessity of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of changing things around. It's about to be a new year. Just things are changing as far as like about to graduate and stuff like that. Uh, the last thing I'm grateful for. I guess having so many options to like decide with, when it comes to the future, like I feel like I can think of so many things that I want to do or can plan for, and I'm able to, you know, do if that's what I want to do, which is, yeah, something to really be grateful for. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of times when people think about the future, they get kind of anxious about it. Yeah. At least that's what happens with me. But I think it's just because I. I'm not thinking about the fact that like I have the opportunity to do so many different things with my future and I don't know it's kind of all up in the air which is actually really exciting yeah yeah so, for sure yeah so those are great um okay so I have some questions here for Miss Shaja that I wanted to ask where are my questions okay yes no where did I put them this is embarrassing so Jeja and I actually became roommates this semester. And one thing that I've been learning a lot from you over the course of the semester is kind of how to deal with my insecurities a little bit. I have a lot of, I guess, when it comes to like body image, I have a lot of insecurities. And then also just when it comes to like, I don't know, things like, oh, how smart I am or different. I overthink a lot of social situations and stuff like that. And I feel like you've definitely heard me kind of talk about all of those things and kind of try to deal with those. But I also tend to overthink and stuff like that. And I think that all kind of has to do with confidence and self-esteem and stuff like that. And I know that, you know, everybody deals with these insecurities one way or another, but I think we shouldn't strive to get rid of them because I don't think that's really humanly possible. Right. But I think that what we really do need to do is be able to respond to them well and in a way that is kind of constructive and conducive to our growth. And so I kind of wanted you to speak on that a little bit. I know that's a very broad question, but whatever comes to your head, just about ways that you deal with that because I know that you come off as very, very confident, and I think you carry yourself very well, but of course, insecurities are bound to come up, and I think you respond to them very well, or like, you, I feel like you have certain methods that you share with me on how to respond to them, and I wanted to kind of pick your brain on that. Sure. Um, I think like the, a really big part of my journey in all this has been learning to like genuinely love myself love myself not just like you know as is but more as like if there's something about myself that I 
want to be different or that I want to change, you know what I mean? Like, how do I go about it? Of that in a way that is loving towards myself you know what I mean and that change can be you know like I want to feel beautiful you know what I mean like or I want to you know like understand what it means to like love myself and feel beautiful and you know be confident learn to wear my confidence and understand and be able to explain because I do get a lot of questions about that because confidence is something that is like felt almost but I would say definitely one huge thing was about learning to love myself. And I think that ways that I did that, well, I feel like it has to do with something like the way that I grew up. But that's something that, you know, you can't guarantee from different households. You know what I mean? Um, practices on loving yourself and reassuring yourself and things like that. But I know one thing you can do is also be loving to others. The energy that you put out into the world, that, and it's not even, I don't even necessarily talk about or speak about karma, like, personally, but I make it an intentional thing to be loving towards others. And in return, like, I'm able to know what it's like to love and love myself in that realm. Because I feel like you can't give something that you don't have. Right. You know? Yeah type of thing yeah and I think that I mean I also think that I also think I mean I I'm actually a huge believer in the whole idea of the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back and I've talked about it a lot in previous episodes because I think that well for one thing I think that one thing that you said that kind of struck a chord with me is that you kind of want to treat yourself how also how you treat the people that you love, you know? And so if you're showing love to other people, then you should be able to show that same love to yourself and not kind of tear yourself down. But I also do think that definitely if you show other people love, they will also show you love. And if you kind of go through your day with this whole, you know, just feeling of love and like wanting to love on other people and just like be thankful and grateful for the, what you have throughout the day and stuff like that like that yeah. changes your entire mental state for sure. in a way that you can love yourself more yeah. right you're like creating an environment where you can love yourself more I yeah. guess and so I think that's yeah I, I definitely think that's really important so I guess my next question would be then when so yes we can go about through our days with loving ourselves or trying our best to love ourselves but I still think that sometimes we we have to kind of fight to to do that right for sure and so I guess for example I I think something that I struggle with a lot that I haven't really talked about on the podcast is that I have a lot of like bad body image days and that's really just due to literally just comments that I've gotten growing up like throughout my entire life you know up until this point and so a lot of the way that I see myself is because of what other people have kind of told me and I think that you know one thing that I've been told a a lot about this whole thing is Cameron tells me this a lot she would always tell me that you know like a lot of times people telling me things about my body is just a projection of their own insecurities onto me and it actually doesn't have anything to do with me really. And I think, you know, that that is one thing that's really good to remind myself. But even then I still have days where I look at myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally can't look at you, you know? And it's, it's kind of, <laughs> um, my mind can be very toxic, you know? And so when I have days like that, for example, 
or if I am having, I, I think I also get a lot of imposter syndrome where I'm like, I'm not smart enough to be here and to be like doing this or doing this, you know, I guess what would your response be to that? Um, if that like happens to you or. <laughs> this is kind of loud. So like, I'm honestly the naked neighbor and I will explain <laughs> what I mean by that. Yeah, I have, and I've, we've talked about this before, I kind of, like, devote time to doing that for myself as far as, like, being comfortable with my body, like, even, you know, dancing around the room with my music up in my mirror, so I'm able to see my body, you know what I mean, and look at it, because I feel like it's important, to, because it's you, mm-hmm. like, it's you, all of it, like... It's important to see different parts of your body that, especially the parts that people name to be something, I learned to especially show love to those parts. I felt like one thing about just being a woman, people have so much, like, there's so much stigma about, like, this little gut or this stomach, and I absolutely love my stomach, my little pouch. That's my, where my uterus sits, like, that's, that's my body. And I love it, I love the way my body is shaped. You know what I mean? I love the way, like, but I've learned to love it, like, and not in a manner or any kind of, when they say beauty in the eye is in the eye of the beholder, it's, that's such a true thing to think about, you know? It, your beauty is in your eyes, you know? What do you see? Where do you see your beauty? I even pay more attention to things. I don't know, like, I just, I've learned to just love being thick. And like love having thighs and having a butt. Can I cuss on here? Yeah. Okay. Having an ass. <laughs> <laughs> or having hips, you know what I mean? Or having big breasts. Like I've learned to wear different clothes that fit my size breasts, you know what I mean? Like being able to adjust your style to your body type. Like Sometimes the longer, the, the the wider they make the hips, they make the pants longer. So you have to find clothes that fit you and your body shape and things like that. So, but I, I've just, I don't know like how I got here. I can, I can probably think of some things maybe, but I just know it's a necessity to be able to do that with yourself. Mm-hmm. Take time and dedicate that time. And sometimes for me, it's in the morning, like when I first get up. I, I sometimes connect my my health, like mental health, with other things. And sometimes, like, for example, sometimes my morning walks are not just about physical health. They're also about my spiritual health. And so sometimes on my morning walks, like, I'll pray and, like, just talk to God and start my day off in my faith, you know? Or sometimes, like, my dancing around my room is not just more of a mental thing. It's It can be towards... You know, me devoting time to do things that are fun, you know, do things that I like, dance and like dance by myself so I can just naturally do my thing in here. Yeah, you're like in your energy. (laughs) Exactly. But like also having times to like feel beautiful and like feel sexy, dance sexy if I want to and you know, it's whatever kind of thing. So I would recommend finding things that you can kind of pair up that are, you know, double the benefit for you. You know, it took me a long time to get used to like my hips, for example, like, you know what I mean? It took me a long time to get used to this ass. Yeah. You know, and, but for different, it's different for different cultures sometimes. Yeah. But I know like sometimes when I go home, 
I would get a lot of comments about my weight changing every single time. And I'm like, Me too, yeah. every single time. Well, I think, I, I don't know about you, but for me, there's this European beauty standard that my family goes off of. And it's, it's the most frustrating thing. My whole family, I mean, my whole family has big hips. Yet, I get a comment about how big my hips are every single time I go home. Like, hello, can you see? I mean, my mom has it, my grandma yeah. has it. And it's know? so natural. That's the thing. Like, it's the one of the most natural things. Yeah. And it shouldn't be something to be... I, I, I shouldn't be ashamed of my hips. Yeah. I shouldn't be ashamed of, like, my bone structure. Come on. I was born like this. I don't think sometimes it matters. I feel like no matter what you have, whatever, what you look like, there's going to be somebody saying that something. it's something somebody's gonna say that it should be this way you know what i mean like or it'll be fine for a little bit you know what i mean but as soon as that changes on you like someone's gonna point out like you know what i mean like it, and who says that you're like unhappy with that people assume when you gain weight they're like oh you've gained who says that that's like a bad thing yeah. you know what i mean like and we're human our bodies bound to fluctuate oh my god we... my weight fluctuates so much like just it just does and I, i'm learning to like understand it like and see it on myself and not be like oh my gosh i'm gaining weight and like panic and feel like oh my god and because you know you tell you your body starts to tell yourself you're fat yeah like as soon as you feel a little bit of like extra anything yeah. you're like oh shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm learning to like learn my body and that's one thing that's another thing i feel like it's very important learning your body you have to actually look at it and see the differences when you're this weight versus this weight and like how you feel you know what i mean like differently or how do you how are you um as far as like look at your schedule how often are you moving around you know what i mean look at your diet how like what are you eating what are you feeding yourself you know what i mean like things that make you feel good things that don't like yeah i think i i truly think more important than anything is how you feel right and so You know, it's one thing if you're gaining weight, but you feel okay. Like, I know, I know one thing that happened to me last year was just a lot of stuff happened last year and my anxiety got really bad. And so I wasn't eating and my weight dropped, right? And whenever I went home, everybody was like, oh, but you look great. Nobody knew that I was having like massive anxiety, you know? And then whenever I kind of start, I started to control my anxiety, I started to eat at a normal schedule again, and I was gaining weight back, right? Because that was healthy for me. Right. But then as soon as I went home, after I had gained back, you know, the weight that I had lost, then immediately people were like, oh, you're, you're fat. Like, yeah. You need to lose weight, you know? And so it was kind of, but you know, I didn't, I wasn't feeling good when I had dropped that weight. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I will say that recently, I definitely have gained some weight, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it, granted, is like muscle. I started to lift weights again, mm-hmm. and so I, I put on a lot of muscle. So that's that made me like a lot more hefty. <laughs> that can't be the right word, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I like, do. like I I've gotten bigger because I put on that yeah. muscle, um, and I think that. I, you know, I really liked that because I was, I was getting stronger. You felt good, yeah. Yeah, and I felt good. And then once the semester had come about, I, I realized last week actually when I went home and came back that I actually wasn't feeling great because I wasn't sleeping as much as I should have been. 
you know, I've been eating all right. I've been working out, I've, you know, but I haven't been sleeping. My anxiety has been pretty bad. I was drinking way too much caffeine. And all three of those things in conjunction were making me feel awful. And I, my stomach always felt really inflamed. And I just didn't feel like I haven't been feeling really good about myself, which mm-hmm. is something that, you know, you've been hearing from me a lot. And I realized the reason why is because of those habits, you know? Yeah. And so with that, I think that I kind of realized that. And I took that and I switched those habits around where I'm, I'm now like prioritizing my sleep as much as I can. I'm making it a point to eat foods that's going to make me f- me feel good. Mm-hmm. And I cut down my caffeine intake because my caffeine is, it just disrupts my gut. Like it just makes me feel kind of, uh, so I decrease yeah. my intake. I'm still dependent on caffeine, so I still have to have it. But, and then... I don't know, like stuff like that. And then I I changed, I was lifting weights and I loved how strong it made me feel. But also when all of those other things caused me to have like really bad anxiety and I'm already kind of feeling very, yeah, inflamed. (laughs) Sorry, I can't think of any other word. And then on top of that, I'm adding more stress to my body by lifting. Then Mm -hmm. that's just making it worse. So I started to do more like Pilates workouts, yoga and stuff like that. That still is going to make me stronger, but Mm -hmm. isn't going to, you know, it's going to be more like relaxing for me. And now I feel a lot better. And I don't think, I mean, it's been a week. The way that I look has not changed at all. But that's fine because I know that at least I feel better, you know. And it's a process, obviously. And I think if I'm consistent with it then I'm gonna feel even better you know a week from now a month from now but I think that's what we really need to be focusing on more than how we look is how we feel and like doing things that are gonna make us feel confident in ourselves take care taking care of ourselves like showing up for ourselves being able to establish a sense of trust in ourselves that we're gonna do the things that make us feel good I think that's really what we need to be doing yeah uh, more so than worrying about I don't know, like arbitrary things like how we look, you know, our body is just the vessel through which we live. So paying attention to ourselves and how our body is responding to things. I think that's one of the best like self-care we can ever do is to pay attention and like and do things that are that are good for ourselves as far as like you kind of switching up things as far as sleep and eating like because all those things have so much effect on how we perform and just how we're able to not entirely because our mental is like you know super important but it also affects our mental because i know sometimes just being hungry you know what i mean like affects the amount of schoolwork that i can get done or you know what i mean like (laughs) just little things that can like really affect our mental how we're feeling about our performance or just how we feel about how we look how we feel about things which is so interesting to me yeah like knowing the mind which is like why psychology and sociology is my thing for real because like i feel like once you can understand stuff like that you can really like solve problems in like everywhere in your life not solve not necessarily solve problems but you can find solutions find remedies you know to the things that we're experiencing yeah i think yeah for me definitely well, I, like, I know that I already have kind of, like, baseline. I have a little bit of anxiety. And so I know that if you don't sleep enough, your body's um, sympathetic nervous system gets activated. And so there's more cortisol in your body. So it's, that's, like, the stress hormone. And so you are 
just by sleeping less, you're more stressed. Like you're feeling more anxiety. And then also not eating also kind of activates your anxiety more. So it's like at that point what happens is it ends up being like a cycle for me, right? So if I don't sleep, I'm going to be anxious which is gonna keep me from sleeping that much the next night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be anxious, and that's gonna keep me from sleeping the next night. And so it's like consecutive nights of very little sleep, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing for eating. And so I think that's something that I found out by myself by, again, being very mindful about myself. And I think that's why it's so important to spend that time with yourself meditate, pray, you're taking out time to focus on yourself and do meditative things. Dancing, dancing in your room, or like working out, or going on a walk, cooking. All of those things are meditative. You're spending that time with yourself and yeah. only yourself. And that's kind of how you're able to be more self-aware and more mindful about how you're feeling and not distracting yourself with other things like social media or TV shows or other things like that, you really need that time to just focus completely on yourself. And so I think that's really important. So something else was how I guess you deal with school or your jobs, anything like that, whenever you kind of feel any sort of like imposter syndrome kicking in or if you feel like, I don't know, some sort of insecurity around those things. Is it kind of more or less the same approach or how would you respond to something like that that type of thinking i feel is more connected to your feelings about yourself so it's, i don't think it's i think your feelings about yourself reflects in all parts of your life yeah so like if it's if you have this thing about yourself then you're probably going to question it when it comes to school. You're probably going to question it when it comes to work. You're probably going to question it when it comes to your relationship. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's the kind of thing. Like, when you... That's the kind of thing about, like, just... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's going to affect you true. all around. Yeah. So I, I guess that's, like, a fundamental self-esteem, like, self-love thing than that. So Then it's at the core. Yeah. So it's, it's like, at the I core. need to affirm myself and speak more positively to myself for sure things like that and also i feel like it's important to maybe like find the root of some of those feelings and and understand them you know what i mean because i feel like i'm just thinking about personally how i reflect or how i think about things if i'm feeling a certain way like obviously i try to immediately honestly my brain sometimes immediately pumps positive things when i pump negative things even if it's just simple. Did you train yourself to do that, or I that kind of like I how you grew up? don't know. It might be how I grew up. I also, I also just like don't enjoy the sadness or like the darkness, <laughs> like being mentally dark. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is not a comfortable place for me. Yeah. As far as like being in a place, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot of this from psychology when actually looking at mental illness and like, what are the symptoms? Like, what do people? What? And this, this is not like, oh, we asked a couple people how they felt when they were depressed. Like, no, these have been studied on a very large level. Like these, at this, you know what I mean? At this point, we're able to kind of pinpoint, you know, some of the things that people feel and say that are so common when they feel in a, in a, in a negative headspace mentally, you know? Mm. People feeling stuck. Like you get those, you get common words like 
feeling stuck or feeling dark or feeling like they're in a place where they can't get out of or feeling like they're being they're they're headed their mind is attacking them with negative thoughts about themselves even when you know they aren't true you know what I mean like these are things that are common you know which is like it's mind-blowing because our mind convinces us that it's unique you know what I mean this is a unique experience and like no there are things that you know you can do to actually like you know help yourself get out of these kind of and like one of those things have been when I am feeling in like a negative place like a just a bad place mentally and sometimes that's like you can wake up and not feel it today but you have to when you have assignments to do and you have to when you have work to do so like what do you do to get yourself out of that mode you know um and like I said sometimes my brain kind of pumps like positive things as soon as I get something that like there's it's like red flags basically it's like when your brain starts to tell you "Mm, you look ugly in this my brain is like nah that doesn't sound right you know what I mean it kind of I don't know like I said I don't know if like I don't think I programmed my brain or anything (laughs) but um or maybe it's just something too. Like I have things on my wall that. Yeah, you have. I, yeah, you have like affirmations. On yeah, you. and like things that like are really important to me. For example, like one of the sticky notes. A lot of it has to do with sometimes like, um, has to do with my faith or certain things I believe that you know God feels about me. You know, or for example, one of them. A lot of them I have on my wall is to be not being afraid, because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like fear is all around us in yeah. every type of way. Um. And I've just encountered situations recently. Like, you know, you have this different little life lessons that you're learning at the time, you know? Um, I've encountered some situations where, like, I needed to be fearless. You know what I mean? I needed to let go of the fear that I have, especially when it comes to, like, the next, making next step decisions for my life, you know, and, like, graduation and all these different things. Yeah. I feel like I got off topic, but, like, no, no. yeah. I, I think, No, I think that's... I think that's really important. I think that, like, um, so the book tattoo I have on my arm, it actually, so my brother was telling me about, I guess it was something that he wrote in, or not he wrote, he read in Confessions. I think it was St. Augustine who wrote that. It was basically saying that, you know, we're just like a word in a book, a word in a sentence, in a paragraph, in a page, in a chapter in a book you know what I mean yeah and so we're we're very small and we're very I think that a lot of times when I feel insecure I think about that a lot because it reminds me that you know like there's more to it gets me out of my own head yeah because I think that's really what the issue is is that for me at least I'm in my own head a lot um I overthink a lot and I think that's kind of what leads me to some negative thought patterns a lot of times. And so I, I think that that's kind of one thing that it gets me outside of myself and it makes me think about everything else that's in this world and everything that's so so much bigger than me. Yeah. And I'm just this little person on the planet. Right. And I think that really helps a lot of times with certain insecurities that I'm feeling a lot of times around. I don't know, different social situations. There's a lot of times when I'm in a social situation and I'm like, you know, as soon as I say goodbye to that person that I'm talking to, I like go back and I'm by myself and I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, all the things that I said are, are wrong or weird, whatever. Yeah. Like, how did I come across? What do they think about me? 
stuff like that. Bad body image days, same thing. Nobody's thinking. Well, I could have, like, a question about... That's I feel like we keep going back to this topic because, like, I feel like even some of that thinking about, like, what someone else, you know, may have felt about something like that, I feel like part of it is a good reflective and maybe the other part, like, you feel maybe something you want to work on. But I feel like um, when it comes to, like, affirming ourselves and, like, knowing that, you know we're smart and knowing that we're talented in this area and knowing that, you know what I mean? Like we're, we, we're beautiful and we feel beautiful. And like, I feel like that limits, like when that is high, you know, um, it kind of limits how much the other stuff happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when it's more of us being confident and knowing that what I said was reflective of my intelligence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what I said, because I am intelligent, I know that I am, you yeah, know what I mean? And, yeah. like, not that my grades or my GPA has, you know what I mean, defined me as intelligent. No. You know what I mean? Because I have. And, like, you have to think about, okay, well, do you think that you feel that, you know what I mean? Do you think that you're smart type thing? Do yeah. you think you think you're smart? Me? Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> I No, I swear I had this little conversation with myself, and then I had a couple, with a couple people because I was thinking about sometimes I would approach assignments that felt really big in a way that I felt that I wasn't smart enough to, like, do well on them or, you know what I mean, to where I, I wouldn't even do it because that's how I felt about it. And it was, you know what I mean? And that was, that's so not great. Uh, I and sometimes I just realized like we're really above average, and like that's not even like being that's that's confidence right there. Yeah. To recognize, first of all, you have to really recognize where you are, where you go to school, like, and the other minds. Um, I think about sometimes the other minds that I encounter here, and how they're also like above average, like they're also top of their class, just like we, you know, all of us are. So I'm thinking, hmm, you know what I mean, like. And then when you go other places, you re- you realize that you're a little bit like more intelligent than those around you, and so it's kind of taking that taking that in, and not like more. When I say more intelligent, how can you say someone is more intelligent? Yeah, that movie right there. That movie, yeah. yeah, like I think I think that. So I was reading. I think it was in Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Um, wait a second before I continue. Do we want to like? Pour this in our glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as far as like when I when I think of uh like our intelligence, when I think of us and like the level the level that we're on, I think of like the creativity, the way that like we have been taught to train our minds to think, to read, to you know what I mean, expand and to create speaks like very highly yeah upon us like i think i think though a lot of times i i want to say that society so what i read in this book is that the fact that a lot of times we are kind of conditioned into thinking negatively about ourselves so like if we speak positively about ourselves it comes across as cocky rather than confident for example yeah so it's it's kind of stuff like that that it kind of conditions you it's like you think you're being humble but you're really just totally degrading yourself yeah and i think that 
I genuinely think that's how. And I'm being like, okay with degrading yourself. Yeah. It's oh funny. yeah, I thought about a story. So um, when I did grade of service, mm-hmm. um, I forgot what. So we were working in the concession stand, and I was with some other young ladies. They was like, they were like maybe juniors, sophomores, you know, different different classes. Uh, we were all just kidding, and we were thinking of, like all the. It was at the time when like the red flag stuff was going on. And, like, I think at the game, the high schoolers had, like, a red flag thing going on. They had t-shirts or whatever. Anywho, um, and I said something along the lines of feeling confident or beautiful, like, in my skin or feeling comfortable or something. And this girl was like, that's a whole red flag. And I was just, <laughs> and I was like, and I broke it down for her. Because, like, honestly, I'm in a position, like, when you say things that, like, I would like you to understand something about, I will let you know because I think it's important. Yeah. I was definitely just like, how can loving yourself... And when I explained it to her, she was like, oh, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. Because I was like, how can, like, loving yourself and, like, understanding your beauty and knowing that you're beautiful be a red flag? No. It's... No. A red flag should be not... Because, like I said, you can't give something that you don't have. If you don't have... Love for yourself, you can't give it to anyone else. So yeah. it's like, that should be the red flag. Like, yeah. not being able to love yourself or not even taking steps to be able to, that should be red flag. But yeah. I was just like, I was actually shook by that answer. I'm like, no, sis, you're not about to make me feel bad about loving, loving me. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, I truly think that getting out of yourself definitely for one and kind of, you know, like, appreciating the bigger picture is definitely one way to kind of get out of any sort of any sort of like restrictive mindset that you may have i think that affirming yourself is definitely a big one there's so many ways to affirm yourself the resources are so plentiful you know i i listen to affirmation there's an affirmation music um playlist on on spotify Spotify. of course this is everything runs so I'm I've been listening to that every morning. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a big game changer. Like when you're walking to class and you have yeah. your headphones in and you're listening to affirmations. Yeah. Mm, let me tell you, it's like a different you embody that. Yeah. What you're listening to, you you're like listening to it, you're taking it in and you're basically like applying it to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. looking looking at yourself in the mirror and repeating affirmations to yourself. Like it it's um, it feels like such a chore and it feels like something that you don't want to mm-hmm. do because believe me I've been there and yeah. it's the same way for meditating with me like there's so many times when I'm like oh I don't want to meditate but you never regret doing it you're afterwards. right you know like right. things like mo- movement moving your body meditating affirming yourself you never regret it afterwards and in the long term it's so beneficial yeah it's so beneficial to just like loving yourself and feeling good you know and that's so important and i think that that just it it helps you with every single aspect of your life yeah and getting more comfortable with like when you do get to a point when you're feeling like really good and you feel like you have specific things where you're you're learning to love yourself and things like that. Like, honestly, I don't feel conceited, but I can walk past a mirror and be like, dang, you look good, you girl. Look good, girl. You yeah. know what I mean? I genuinely, I, I do not I feel do conceited. Not. I, I look at myself, if I'm, like, walking past the building and I'm like, <laughs> Yes, I will take like, pictures in yeah. that little shadow. <laughs> you, like, you, you see your reflection in the window and you're like, damn. Right, <laughs> right. Like no. But that's not honestly, like, I make it a thing to tell other people that when I feel that way about them. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, 
always and so why not normalize feeling that way by yourself and joking about it you know what i mean or just like be realistic about it like i right i genuinely feel that way like i i look good today yeah i look good every day yeah or like if i don't feel like i look good today you know as far as like what i'm wearing or does it if it doesn't fit my mood doesn't fit my attitude i can change it i can switch it up you know what i mean like there's something different and i i use like different parts of me like self-expression a lot as far as like how I dress and how I style my hair, if I wear lashes today or not, if I wear my contacts today or not. I use a lot of those things to just reflect. Yeah. How you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I like that. Get comfortable with that. that and like take time to choose and pick out different outfits and and feel good. I yeah. feel like that being able to do that this year has been like very helpful. Being able to like have time in the mornings, in the daytime, because I don't have class till one thirty. Yeah. Well, I didn't have class at one thirty because it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but having time in the morning to have a little routine where I was able to lay out my clothes on the bed and see what matches and see what earrings go with this outfit and like what shoes do I want to wear toe rings today? You know what I mean? Do I want to wear silver or gold? Stuff like that, or even being able to sometimes get in the morning, get up in the morning and straighten up my area because. I just realized, like, my room affects me, mm. and I affect it, you know? Yeah. So, like, when my mind is a little bit chaotic, you, you gotta look at my room, and you're like, oh, yeah, she's feeling chaotic today, <laughs> or this okay. week, or this month, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think being very intentional about getting up in the morning and making my bed, or just, like, moving things off the floor that are in my way because I trip on things a lot. <laughs> but just making my, my space, like, conducive for me to live in and yeah. enjoy and feel comfortable and even moving it around a little bit just finding ways where i can just be comfortable in my space and maybe unclutter some of the like my, the clutter that's in my head you know mm-hmm. sometimes cleaning like you were saying earlier cleaning is one of those like mind freeing things yeah. that people enjoy and i i do that a little bit every day just to be able to keep my space clean my in a way it reflects a little bit with my mind as far as like keeping my space good my my mental space clear and clean which is good because i'm able to think when my mental space is clear when my mental space is clean i can process how i feel about things easier faster more effectively that's so true yeah yeah i feel like so whenever i'm my most anxious my room definitely reflects that and it's funny because, again, it's kind of like a cycle. I'm anxious, so my room becomes messy, but then my room being messy makes me Exactly. <laughs> and so a lot of times what I realize is I have a huge to-do list of things. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so stressed. What am I going to do? And I clean my room. And suddenly, all of that stress around everything else I need to do just kind of goes away. Yeah. And I'm just like... Oh, or it becomes more do. organized. Yeah, like... like it's just you don't know how much your environment impacts your mental state until you get your environment in order and yep. then you can really tell very very telling and I think that's mm-hmm. really important for sure yeah it's like coming into a room where things feel like more cluttered or out of place like and trying to organize things in your head like trying to organize your thoughts it's like that is just not going to help it for it. it really it does and so it's like when a, the space is finally clear and open it's like oh you're able to see that oh you can work on this paper this day instead of adding it to your to-do list at this second and feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. you know like be able to organize like oh i don't have to start working on this until later this week so and that's how that's that has completely helped me when it comes to organizing my work because over finals 
I can't even like I can probably look at my to-do list and think about like the number of papers I have to write and that looks scary you know what I mean mm-hmm. but when I piece them out and say okay this one's due Friday this one's due Thursday this one was due on last week this one's due you know I can work on this on the weekend this one blah 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 this one's gonna take me 30 minutes okay cool you know like when you're able to think think like that oh your brain feel my brain feels uncluttered yeah it feels, it feels more organized good. I feel like I can accomplish this list versus looking at eight papers two of which are you know 12 pages and above like yeah. that looks crazy yeah and overwhelming so like just clearing up that mental space to be able to think and organize and like like I said that's one of those things that affects your everyday life yeah you know when your brain is cluttered your relationships are cluttered. Your feelings around your relationships are cluttered. Mm-hmm. When your your mental space is cluttered, your feelings about yourself are just kind of unorganized. Yeah. That's that's difficult. Yeah. I think one thing that I don't know if I read this or heard this or where this information came across, but one thing that I remember seeing or hearing was <laughs> that when there's something that's kind of especially if there's maybe one thing or whatever it is there's something on your mind that you're kind of suppressing then that goes along into everything else that you're dealing with every single because it gets mostly your attention yeah it goes with, it goes with all of your interactions <laughs> yeah and it, it festers and it, it grows you. and it and it goes into literally every other thing that you do throughout the day and that can completely mess you up. It can mess up your relationships with other people, your relationships with yourself, the way that you go about taking care of yourself, doing your daily tasks. And so that's why it's so important to really take time for yourself, basically. Take time to understand the things that you're feeling, work through them. Take time to work through cleaning up your space, making sure that you're in a place that's good for you. And I think that's why it's so important to, a big thing is grind culture which is so toxic because it's just like the grind out stop like you just have to work 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 and I think that that kind for of for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah yeah and, and that kind of removes the whole especially for example for pre-meds that's something that I've been seeing and and I'm seeing right now exam week I'm seeing a lot of really toxic grind culture come about you know and people are not taking care of themselves people are not sleeping people are not eating which I've experienced it before no yeah Yeah. I I have too and like it's so it's horrific it's honestly so horrific like I can't think of any especially when you actually take the route of taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. yeah it's like looking back you're like I'm never going back there no yeah never because it's it's (laughs) so scary yeah it's not even it's not even funny it's one of those like I'm promising myself I will never and even I've done this like when it comes to like work-life balance as far as with school and working because I have responsibilities as far as my car and just things that I need like I'm I like to have my own money and be able to you know stuff like that so as far as what happens to work but I've been in a place where it was work 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 and like it affected my school it affected my health like I was clearly sleeping less I was clearly eating less and then finals time came around and it's been a semester of me work work working and being disengaged in class and then now you have exactly and like now you are dog tired you know what i mean and but also you've missed a couple things you know what i mean because you you your priority was somewhere else yeah and i can speak of this for myself even then like even if you're even if okay say your priority is academics right even then if you prioritize academics over your well-being over like social life over everything else your academics are gonna suffer. Yeah. If you have a balanced life, 
everything is going to be better, including your academics. Absolutely. Especially if, you, if you're not prioritizing your sleep, then you can forget about everything else, really, truly. Especially, okay, and I know, I'm researching sleep for my honors thesis. I know for a fact, sleep is so important. And yeah. if you're not prioritizing that and you're working, and you think that you're gonna, you know, do so well on all of your exams or whatever because- Because you've been up all night yeah. and haven't like even stopped for food in two days. No. Or you've been eating like fast food for the past six months you know what i mean yeah. like you know what i mean certain things that affect you yeah uh, especially like just different with different people like i just know lots of different things as far as having a kitchen and we've been doing more just in the house with cooking and stuff not i'm not necessarily i'm not so against fast food i'm not again i'm not bashing people to eat out every day or that eat out a lot it's not what i'm saying but i've learned a lot about me personally controlling my diet and like as far as making cooking something that I, I try to keep up with a little because sometimes I can tell that fast food doesn't fulfill me. Yeah. It doesn't give me, and I can tell the difference and sometimes when I cook my own food out and I'm including, some, most of the time when I cook, I include like two veggies because yeah. I'm just starting to get into like all different type of veggies and cooking them different way, but like make sure I got my meats, of course. I like just my different proteins. Yeah. My, I haven't been cooking a lot lately. But I got a lot of stuff in there I'm about to try out. Yeah. But, um, but it is important. Yeah. Because there's a gut-brain axis. So your how your gut is doing, how your gut is feeling, like, directly has to do with your brain. It has to do with your mental health, how well you do academically or in work or anything like that. Relationships, all of that actually has to do with what you're feeding yourself to. So in that way, it is it is important to kind of try to have a balance there as well. It's like yeah. it, everything. It's so cool actually how everything is so interconnected. And then it's the same thing. Like if you don't sleep enough, your your gut is affected. Your brain yeah. is everything's affected. So it's so like, same way it's vice versa. It's a, like yeah. as far as positively but negatively too. It's like oh you don't take care of this. This is interconnected with this part, and then now. Now you're failing your classes, and now, like, you know, you lost, you know, like, 60 pounds very soon, and this and that. Like, all these things are happening at one time. Like, yeah. But it goes back to, like, paying attention to different things paying about our bodies. Pay and, attention to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Learn about yourself. Spend time with yourself. Yeah. Befriend yourself. Yeah. So, one last thing that I kind of wanted to ask you is... Okay, so one thing that I really admire... <laughs> I admire this so much about you, and, and it's definitely something that I've actually really improved on from mm -hmm. the past. So I, um, I'm very much introverted. We've talked about this before, but I'm very much introverted, and so for me, like meeting people and getting to know people, and I don't know, I, yeah, like that whole thing, you know, even doing so much as saying hello to people that I've met but don't really know like that, you mm -hmm. know, even even stuff like that. I kind of get very, I don't know, I, I think that I love your whole kind of, you have this whole approach where it's like, I want to learn about the people that I meet. And they all come from different walks of life, and you want to meet people, you know? And I, I really, I love that about you, I really admire that about you. And I don't know, I feel like for me, I... <laughs> I, I love that too, you know, like I want to learn about people, I want to meet people, but very like, hmm, how do I go about doing this? And I think it, it very much ties into the things that we've been talking about throughout this whole episode, which is kind of just about one, like loving yourself enough to be able to, to have the confidence to do that. 
And then two, I think getting out of yourself and realizing that there are things that are bigger than yourself. Meeting other people, that's like bigger, you know, it's something bigger. Mm-hmm. But I kind of, I don't know, I kind of just want you to, if you if you have anything else to add, just like to speak on that, because I just think that's really cool. And I definitely have, I've pushed myself a lot over the summer and throughout the semester to take myself places by myself, especially around Sherman and Denison. Get to, like, I have met people who live in Sherman and like talk to them, stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I just love the way that, I love the way that you do what you do. I just, I don't know. Uh, honestly, like for us socials, us social butterflies, it's kind of fun. When I meet new people, I gain a lot, but I feel like it's a way of thinking about it as far as like just learning things about, again, I'm a psychology major. I'm interested in all these different perspectives, you know what I mean? All these different things that make us so different, that shape our experience, that shape our way of thinking, you know, shape who we are. But sometimes I think of it as, you know, what's the worst that can really happen? Like when it comes to someone not responding to you like in a way that is as friendly as you're responding to them you sometimes especially i i usually tap in when i know i'm like never gonna see some of these people again you know so sometimes when i go out by myself i'm extra friendly because i'm just like and you happen to meet people and that's the thing about the other night when i um went and ran into those two ladies and Uh, they happened to exactly they happen to like know the the host and the promoter of the event and yeah. so and then he he was already friends with them so i guess they knew their way around so he just kind of gave like me a personal tour of the whole building because it was double floors and like all these different things but just meeting people that are kind of into different things that i'm completely different you never catch me hosting an event in downtown dallas but i mean not now of course um <laughs> but never. like not in the club not, not ever of course but like just knowing that i can meet someone and make that connection and you know, have that number in my phone if I ever kind of want to just be around somebody that's kind of in the mix to be able to know. Because a lot of people, you have to put your space, you put your position. It's not that I feel like I look at things in a way of, oh, I'm always looking to advance. Well, well I am always looking to advance. I'm always looking to grow. And not that I look, in, look into social interactions as opportunity, but I just have fun with them. I think it's interesting to learn about different people's experiences and different people's, like, ideas you know around things different perspectives but i feel like perspective helps us in so many different ways like it helps us be more understanding it helps us solve really big problems that we have with like the world you know what i mean like being able to i feel like that's why you're so wise (laughs) you think so i don't know yeah i feel like i mean i don't think that's the only reason i think that there's a lot that contributes to (laughs) the way that you are but i do think that's a big one is i love when i talk to you and you kind of tell me about something that somebody has told you about themselves that you can like bring into the conversation and be like oh i met this one person who was saying that and you know it it adds a lot of yeah a lot of perspective to the conversation and i think to a lot of the way that we think about things and i think that when we are talking to less people the way that we think is more narrow. Absolutely. Especially if the people, the only people we talk to are those who are close to us. Yeah. Then it's like everybody's kind of similar. It's like everybody's similar. It's, it's the proximity. Yeah. We actually have something called the proximity effect, where yeah. we tend to like make friends with people that are like close in range to yeah. us, or people that are like uh, like are um are similar to us, and 
yes, of course, that can be very limiting as far as... And that's why I encourage a lot of people to go out to different places and just kind of experience different areas, different cities, different states, because you'll realize that every little place has their own little thing, has their, their, own, their own little type of music, their own little way of interacting with each other. And sometimes I've been out of, out of town and people immediately recognize that I'm not from there. You know, and it's kind of like, how did you know that? Mm-hmm. You know, someone needs so. <laughs> this is a funny story. But someone like told me that because I was smiling, and I was like, uh, people in Detroit don't, don't walk around smiling. <laughs> and I was like, what is that supposed to mean? But it's just like you can see that it shapes you. The things around you, like, or even your family, like, pre adult years, it's pretty much your environment has shaped everything about you. Like pre-adult years, everything that you believe, everything you think has is has been shaped on your parents, people around you, people that have raised you, the church you went to, the things that you grew up being endorsed to do, say, wear. And then when sometimes you go to college, you go, you get completely out of that area. People leave, for example, just speaking of us, because we're college students, so that's why I mentioned that. Calling it for everybody, but anywho, like for me coming to college in getting out of that and finding out who Jasia actually is. is. It's like, whoa, she's a bit different than the things that, I don't know, high school and above, you know, and below would kind of like shape. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've just, over the years, I've learned, I've developed who I am and what I believe in and my morals, my different values and the kind of things that I want to see come out of my life versus one of the other things that normally make decisions for us or shape who we are you know before those times where we can decide ourselves so i definitely like perspective is fun i feel like it's it can be used in all different ways i feel perspective makes you more experienced yeah for sure i would say more experienced as far as i'm just thinking about all the different ways of having a different perspective in the mix can shape I mean, like, I feel like just in general, a lot of social change was built off of people having different perspectives about, like, how we should be, we should treat people and how we should value different people's lives, different things about ourselves. And so, like, that's just what I think of. But, yeah. Yeah. I had so much fun. I loved this. Just do this more often. This is one of my favorite episodes. I'm definitely going to have you back. I would love to. I hope you know that. I would absolutely love to. I, I think there's... Yeah, I, I've said this, but I think you're you're so infinitely wise. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. Yeah. I would and like wisdom. I, I really, you know what? Um, I want to have you on a girl's bathroom episode. I'll send you the last one I did. I did it with Vivi, actually. I think I was telling you about that. Send yeah. Send it to me so I can listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yes. I'll send it to you. It's, it's fun. We just talk about whatever. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll leave that in my life. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Um, thank you so, so much for no, being on this episode. Thank you. I cannot... This is my... Like I said, this is my first time being on a podcast. And I was like... It's actually... It's what I expected. Yeah. Like, in a, in a really great way. I expected it to be a time to reflect and actually like i feel like it's so important to talk out loud about things yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, i value I that I so much this yeah. i literally just like all i do is it's basically like journaling for me <laughs> like instead of journaling i'll just be like hey yeah. guys <laughs> i like these that. are my very raw a, thoughts about yes <laughs> i feel like that that's actually like a, a better way because it's 
immediate like for me you can do for example like when you're writing an, an essay you're like having to type an organizing type on the computer verse or versus like sometimes i write you know it's hard to journal recording i feel like it's saying it right from your dome mm. and not like having to translate it as far as like yeah. sentence structure or things like that like yeah. i like that it's really nice it is really nice i think that that's actually something that i've seen before is a lot of times there are people who um, so I'm on, so the glowing twenties is like on the wellness side of Instagram, basically Yeah. my Instagram account. Um, that's what I use. Like I don't use my main Instagram very much. And so on the glowing twenties Instagram, it's, since it's wellness Instagram, it's like about a bunch of just resources and advice. Nice. It's, it's just free advice on how to live life. It's amazing. Yeah. I love the community there. Yeah. And a lot of people started to do this thing during, especially like during quarantine, where people were going on a lot of walks, where they would go on a walk and speak into their voice recorder, and it would be basically like journaling. Yeah. You know? That's but nice. just a different way to do it. I might so try that, honestly. It's nice. I've actually done it before. I've done it while cooking. I think during, I think last year, yeah, I was, was just really in the flat nice. cooking and I was recording what I was thinking and whatever. It was nice, yeah. But yeah, okay, last thing I wanted to say, sorry, was having to do with just like meeting other people and stuff like that. I think that there's a kind of a, I'm so sorry, we were literally closing that episode. No, you're... I was going to say that I think that there's definitely this kind of, for, for a lot of people, especially if you're introverted like me, where you just kind of have to like push yourself out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and kind of be more vulnerable. And I think it's so worth it. And I think every time that you push yourself out of your comfort zone and you're vulnerable, it's worth it. And actually, my last episode was about vulnerability and pushing yourself out. And I think that's just like another way that you can just grow. Not only grow in your own confidence for yourself, especially if you do stuff like that where you talk to people and you ask people about themselves and their lives and stuff like that and have conversations with them consistently. I think that really builds kind of a sense of trust in yourself that you can do it and like even if somebody does shoot you down, even if you're afraid of somebody shooting you down, you realize that that fear is not so great that it can really hold you back. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like overtake it, you. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, that happened, and I was afraid of that, but, you know, it doesn't really... It's fine, I'll get over it, yeah. and I'll do it again, and I won't be so sensitive to it. Yeah, you know? those um, feelings that I'm experiencing at the time. Yeah. Yeah, or I, it also helps to, like, have, like, some sort of goal end goal like when it comes to like meeting people or like something that you like practice saying or um because even in my class the semester conflict resolution they were talking about how when it comes to those things like if you're non-confrontational uh, um, or if you're more introverted you might have like difficulties having very di- you know these these hard conversations and so it's helpful to like, practice what you want to say or even have notes with you and so when it comes to like meeting people I feel like it's important to practice or have some kind of idea like what you might want to say during your first kind of you know of course conversation flows but I make it a habit to ask someone their name because sometimes people are just talking they're like oh you have your number and I'm like what's your name you know like yeah. my name is so and so you know what I mean like sometimes that like so easy to start a conversation yeah. or um just kind of different ways where you can you can feel comfortable in those spaces when it comes to introducing yourself or it depends on what space you're in if you're more in academic space what kind of things that would you kind of throw in there to make yourself not feel so nervous in that first kind of you know just i don't know interaction with someone i guess yeah i actually okay so so one of my hardest classes um that i'm taking this year or this semester I I get very, again, introverted, 
all of that. So overthinker. Yeah. So I'm not a huge class participator at all. At the beginning of the semester, I made it a point to raise my hand in that class. Nice. At least once every yeah. class period. And now, now I raise my hand so much that she literally like sees me and she does not call on me. Because she's like, other people have to answer. Like, right. I'm, I'm that person who's like, oh my gosh, call on yeah. me, you know? No, I talk a lot in class. I completely yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it it really takes you pushing yourself to kind of yeah. set that goal and do that for yourself and establish that trust in yourself. And then you realize that, okay, even if you answer a question and it's wrong, it's okay. Not everybody Like you knows. spoke up. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot you of people... made the effort. You're trying to learn. That's what you came to do. Yeah. But even with like when it comes to setting personal goals like that some like it's crazy it's i don't know if it's crazy i don't know what's the word to describe this when i mentioned stuff like that people were kind of like what like little personal goals like that like raising your hands more in class you have to do that for yourself honestly one of my personal small personal goals this, this year was to go out more like mm-hmm. go out on campus more yeah and like actually meet people yeah i love <laughs> that you do that too she she'll just take herself she'll, she'll be like where is everything happening she'll just take herself to all those places say hello like that's i that's one thing that i admire so much because i i never think that what if i i'm just such an overthinker that i'm like no i i couldn't i could never if i went with you i'd be fine but like to go by myself i'm like never never in a million years you know yeah uh, i think it, that's something that i started in detroit because i was by myself yeah you know it's so of course first of all like you can say never but you've been ne- you've never necessarily like been in a position where you've had to but like exactly. you know so but um i was in a position where like i didn't know anyone in the city and so it was either stay in the house and be alone but i lived downtown so i could literally see all the action and it was and it was a high-rise building so my whole wall was window and you could just see all the action all day all and night you wanna go. exactly you just want to go you just want to go and i was like i have to just have to go you know yeah. i and i was walking distance from like the casinos the strip where like everything was going on yeah and so i'm like you just gotta do it i mean it's like always, yeah and it's always like the very initial moment that you're uncomfortable and the yeah. minute you get past that moment it's over with like now I, yeah i actually enjoy going out by myself now because i meet people all the time and i have such a good time usually people are kind of like oh my god you're here by yourself and like i'll disclose sometimes depending on like the situation of course but like i'll be like oh yeah I just came so you know kind of thing i obviously take precautions because i know like people worry like oh my gosh you're a woman ah you go out alone ah nighttime yes yes i do i i obviously take precautions but i don't make a big deal i've honestly there are people that do make it a very big deal make it a big part of your night to like be worried about what might happen to you i i don't do that i park in lit up areas you know what i mean like i clearly check the place out or something um i carry i have like a little taser like a little stun gun yeah, in my car yeah. kind of thing I've like yeah just could kind of get him having my little my little to go pack kind of thing yeah, you're like she's just like all prepared you know right because I, I love that yeah That's well so i try true. to be yeah i try to be because i want to clearly i want to have a good time but i want to be safe but i don't want to like worry about my safety so i take yeah. precautions to yeah. not worry about my safety yeah, you know but yeah, I've just kind of, I usually meet people and they're usually really nice. And they, like the past weekend, going to brunch, that day was, the whole day was wild. And like the, the last group was really, really fun though. Really 
It was really fun. Because they had, they had, like, a whole section. It was a very interesting experience just from, like, running into two people in the parking lot. So you then just, boom. did you just wake up that day and say, like, I'm going to go? Yeah. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to get out of the house. So this weekend, so I finished two finals this past week. And I felt so, like, just ready for the next week's finals. I just felt, like, really accomplished. I feel like I did well on those. It was a nice kickstart. And then, like, I went out. I usually go out here to be able to just, like, mingle with my classmates. Like, it's just a good thing to go out. and Especially because, like, right. Especially because the person that was throwing one of the parties over there was like, oh, you got to come to the party? I'm like, okay. And after I agreed, like, I kind of got to go. So I usually just go and, like, say hi. But I kind of, it's different scenes for me. I grew up in, like, I grew up in Houston, so... And I like Dallas. I'm, I'm used to driving solo to Dallas and kind of just finding new places. Mm. So sometimes I like the college party scene. Sometimes I like the hookah lounge scene. Sometimes I like the, you know what I mean, like the brunch scene kind of thing. So mm. it's a different feeling. But I was definitely in the mood to, like, get real, 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 real cute and, like, go somewhere, you know? Thank you. Um, and I like brunch. I like breakfast food. And I like to dance. I like good music. And so I was like, oh, let's go find it. Let's see what's popping today, you know? You did it all. You did it all that day. Yeah. Like, I knew I wanted to do something. I just laid in bed on Eventbrite and, like, looked at a couple places. And I, I usually, like, cross-reference with people's Instagram. Like, you know, if you see a promoter putting something on Eventbrite with tickets, like, I usually go to their Instagram and see kind of, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What do they usually promote? Like, yeah. are their events usually fun? And then I tried out, and honestly, like, worst comes to worst, like, you don't like the place, you just leave. leave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's what usually I do. If I, if the place is not, like, jumping like I expected or whatever, I usually just go find another place mm. and go. You know what I mean? And then whenever I'm ready to go home, that's, like, the plus. When I'm ready to go home, I just get my car and go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely found a little fun in it. And sometimes, like, when I go out and I meet all these people, I don't always keep up with them. Yeah. Sometimes I, most of the time I never talk to them again. Like yeah. we never speak but again. It's, it's still nice to have yeah. that interaction. Yeah. It's it's just cool. Yeah, like yeah. friends for the night. Yeah. And like a healthy kind of friends. Like, oh we're just kinda of hanging out and dancing in the sections together. Like this is fun. Yeah. I, I think that really reminds me of when I go to see my friend in college station. <laughs> uh, when I go to college station to go see camera, mm-hmm. uh, we go hit up like Northgate, you know, like the park yeah. area. And I think it's so funny. Well, so whenever the two of us are together, whenever so we went to Vegas together um, over the summer. And it was so fun because we like, we genuinely made friends there, you know, like we yeah. had, we, there was this, there was this one restaurant where there was this girl who was, um, you know, at the front who was like directing us mm-hmm. to the table. She was so sweet. We loved her and we would come back for her. The bartender, um, his name was Caesar. We became friends with him and we would literally like, we would go just for him. Like we would go to the bar right. or we'd go to the restaurant and he was working in two different restaurants. It was so funny. So we went to one like during the, during the daytime. Okay, we were in Vegas, hello. <laughs> during the daytime and he was there and then we went to like the the pub downstairs um at night and he was there too and we were like oh my gosh hey <laughs> and then he was like oh my gosh i'm working at the other place tomorrow during the day if you want to come see me so we go hang out like we go see him and like okay yeah. you know and, and and we like just became friends with him and then like um the girl at the front we were we were just like oh my gosh hey you're like i don't right. know we didn't really have a conversation with her but we knew that we it was the energy it was a spark yeah it was the energy. for sure yeah. Um, whenever we're, whenever we ever, like, every single time we go out together anywhere, like, when we went to Northgate, um, 
literally the past two or three times that we went, um, we would like run into a couple of girls. Oh my gosh, the girls! But that's literally that's the inspiration for the girls' bathroom really? episodes. Is the girls' bathroom is always like you always make a friend in the girls' bathroom. Yes, everywhere. And then you run into them throughout the night, and you're like, oh my gosh, hey. <laughs> Are you like complimenting each other's yeah, bathroom? Yeah, and we're like, oh my gosh, your dress, your shoes, your yes, it's good energy. It's, it's so it's such good yeah, and so like that's basically what was ha- like that I would like keep that. happening. Like, we'd run into someone, we'd like get their names, talk to them, be like, and then we would like see them later in the night and be like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's yeah. just so it's so it's just so fun. Like it's such yeah. a good wholesome memory that you can have, um, and I think that. I don't know. I just feel like that that happens a lot in you know, where we live too is because it's such a small area. Mm-hmm. As you just run into people, you know, and I I really love that. I love yeah. it so much and I think Same. that it's just nice to kind of be very open and not take everything and just take life too seriously and just like you know, appreciate yeah. where you are and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like this is so fun." Like really just mm-hmm. not take life too seriously. I think that's really what it comes down to is just you just gotta like be open and vulnerable and be okay with that and yeah. and have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Have so much fun. And like be silly. And, yeah, like, be silly. Right. Who cares? I love being silly. Yeah. Sometimes I think that I don't, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Definitely go for it when it comes to like, I've been doing that lately. Like going for it when it comes to like things I feel like might might be what I really want to say. Or what really came to mind, but I tend to, like, you know, sometimes we just kind of, like, dim ourselves or maybe, like, not tell that joke because we don't know how they respond or, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, you just got to just Yeah, you just got to go for it. Be yeah. bold. Right. Be bold. Okay, now we are ending. <laughs> this is probably one of the longest oh, episodes wow. I've recorded. I'm not going to lie. I oh, was wow. kind of expecting this, though. But I, I, yeah, I mean, like, it, what happens when we talk? Normally, yeah, it so. always happens. Yeah, <laughs> I I honestly didn't put any kind of like limit on it because I was just like, oh, if it's natural, it's just gonna like. Yeah, it's just gonna. I know, I knew us though. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Jaja. That was such an amazing conversation. If anybody has anything that you want to add or or you know talk about regarding any of the topics that we hit, we hit a lot of different topics. You know where to find me at the Glowing Twenties on Instagram. If you like this episode, please rate and review the podcast. <laughs> and yeah, I I really hope you enjoyed. This is definitely one of my favorites. I've said this so many times, but yeah. Okay. Um, sending so much love. I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye. Bye.